0: Welcome to the Gunk Hole State Park Podcast. I'm Ranger Alex. I'm Ranger Bonnie. And I'm Ranger Chris. And we uh, are really roughing it now. We no longer have the tent. Uh, of course, you all remember that it burned down uh, last week. And uh, we've been sort of uh, improvising our shelter with uh, brush and uh, leaves, and things like that, and uh, it's been raining a lot, too, and so we've been getting just absolutely soaked, haven't we? You
1: know, some would say there's pros and cons to every situation. Big con here, we're all going to get pneumonia, Mm -hmm, possibly mm -hmm, frostbite. mm -hmm. Pro, though, uh, we don't have to smell the moat anymore. That's true. Which is wonderful. Absolutely, I'm a huge fan of that.
0: That's been a you big know, improvement. Has uh, brought
2: in a lot of new tourism to the park. Uh, yeah. Ever since it's caught on fire. And, you know, they call it the eternal flame of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it seems to be uh, driving in a lot of revenue.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely uh, – I, I think that once we are able to take the park back from the bats finally, which we've been trying to do – For several weeks now, uh, I think we will be inheriting an even more robust and, uh, you know, tourist friendly park. That eternal flame of shit is just, uh, it's majestic. Uh, It fills me with the Olympic spirit. Uh, And it's it's also just, you know, it's flammable, a flammable diarrhea moat. And I think that's just a unique thing that most people haven't encountered in their lives. And it's
1: what they want. They haven't encountered it, but it's what they want. Yeah. Kids love it. They're constantly trying to dip their little hands in there. You gotta swat them away. Yeah. You know, i like yeah. watching from the top yeah. of that pine tree.
0: Yeah, it's really hard to get kids to not touch the flaming diarrhea moat. Yes, uh, it's just so uh, fascinating to them. Um, but yeah, so we've been uh, we've been sleeping in the rain mostly. Uh, we we asked Bonnie if we could maybe sleep in her man cave, and she refused
1: absolutely not you guys uh are not allowed in there that's for me only
0: yeah uh that's where that's where bonnie gets her gains um but uh i have also been getting gains with bonnie's program hell week was truly hellacious but now i am so muscular that i uh can barely breathe so i think that's good
2: yeah that is uh uh, i wanted to point that out alex you seem to be working out nothing but your neck (laughs) and i think the muscles are closing (laughs) around your trachea yeah work other other muscle groups
0: well Bonnie was telling me that the trachea is actually like the toughest part of the body and so if your muscles are so muscular they can they can squeeze your trachea like that 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 means that you're really doing well I haven't checked up on any of the like the biology of that to see if it's true but I trust Bonnie
1: look if you're the goal of all this working out is to fight Brian Urlacher eventually Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. hand-to-hand combat yeah you want to be able to be strong enough to squeeze his trachea Mm -hmm. and the only true test of that is if you're strong enough to squeeze your own you know yeah yeah i think
0: (laughs) and there's a reason they called brian Erlacher the iron trachea back in his playing days because you could there is just no way you're gonna puncture that thing or do anything to it so Breeds- i thought it
2: was because uh he had that thing that they put in because of the smokers <laughs> yeah
0: well he was before he entered the nfl he had been a smoker for since he was a baby so he'd been smoking for about 23 years uh and then he quit and had to get an iron trachea but then that just made him an even more formidable uh opponent and uh, just a great hall of fame defender and a uh, type the of person who's capable of coffee. stealing my family what's that chris
2: i said pick up smoking kids
0: yeah, that's the lesson, I think, is if you want to be a Hall of Fame NFL linebacker like Brian Erlacher, take up smoking for 20 years and then replace your trachea with uh, basically a an iron rod uh, hollowed out, of course, more of a pipe, I guess, um, because it's a you know it's a windpipe. So yeah, so then the other big event this last week was, of course, the big uh, state funeral that the Bats held. They did recover the bodies of the Badilf, the Bat Dad I'd Like to Fuck, and Kyle, his son. Uh, Maggie's ex-boyfriend, or not Maggie, Madison. Flip. I don't know why I would have said the name Maggie. That doesn't make any sense. Her name's Maybe Madison. Maddie are close. Enough. They're pretty yeah, close. They're close. They're pretty close. Yeah, I think it's literally just that they're they're close. They sound somewhat similar. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so those bats did die. Uh, they they were 127 hours, but they were not able to uh, get their way out of the ravine, and so they had the big parade. We had our um, funeral veils on and. We had uh, Chris's uh, balloon animal uh, bouquet that we were bringing to the, the funeral. And we, we were just- a
1: seven layer dip. It was very well yeah, received. It was very... I felt
0: that was yeah. very cool of us. The bats were, were just all over that dip. Uh, they, it was so delicious, they said that they almost forgot that they were grieving. And I think that's a good sign of any kind of funeral dish. Uh, it, High praise. Yeah, so, um, but everything seemed to be going according to plan for us to infiltrate the park and uh, finally kind of take it back over from the bats as they were all distracted by their, by their intense grief. But then, it, you know, it just kind of all went sideways. Uh, yeah, it seems that there are some bats uh,
2: that hold us responsible for the deaths of mm-hmm. the Bidilf, uh, whatever. the Gilf, whatever. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, the way you can remember it is just what letter uh, each word stands for.
1: <laughs> which, of course, is...
0: Bad, bad 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 dad. Bad i'd like dad. to fuck i'd
1: like to fuck um we'd all like to fuck Bad dad bat Am yeah. I right, guys? yeah well, well, even
2: now it
0: was alive bonnie oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> well they made sure to have a, a very open casket because people wa- wanted to take one last look uh because he was just such a hunk uh you'll he remember was a very
2: good looking bat family
0: yeah i mean he was muscular but not too much not too much like me and bonnie like a, a nice attractive yeah. level of muscular than with a mustache and like a Hemsworth
1: bald. level of cut I'd say. Yeah,
0: but with like a BTK kind of mustache and bald Baldness combo that was just like irresistible.
2: The big problem is there was another brother, uh, the Luke Hemsworth if you will. Mm-hmm. The kind of chubbier one that it didn't get the good looks.
1: There's a chubby uh, Hemsworth?
2: Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Um but he uh, he, he blames us. He thinks that we could have saved them, that we were literally uh, watching them die for 127 mm. hours within yeah. arm's reach, and all it would have taken for us would just be to simply reach our arms and, and grab them, and we didn't do yeah. it.
0: Because the ravine, uh, it's a ravine to them, to the bats, uh, more of like a crack to us. So we could have very easily reached in there, moved the rocks that were pinning them down, which to them were giant boulders and to us were just kind of standard sized rocks. Uh, yeah, we really could have saved them at any point, but uh, we didn't. Uh, we were busy, you know, we were kind of frazzled after the events of what had just happened. And, you know, to be fair to us, they had tried to uh, murder us via arson uh, by burning down our tent with us yeah. inside. So, you know, t- turnabout is fair play. Don't subscribe to that. Is that another bat see- fact, Chris? Oh yeah, yep. Chris, are you going to hit us with another bad fact? So last week's main bad fact was that bats enjoy oral sex, which then Chris made sure to share a link with us after the recording to confirm that it was a real fact and not just something he'd made up. So Chris, what's your fact for this week? It's that they yeah, don't believe in uh, revenge.
2: Fact.
0: I said, well, yeah, bat, you know, bats, they hold a grudge.
2: They're all about
1: Why bats. are they holding grudges what? against what? us and not the teenage girl? Yeah. It was also present and also didn't help. I seem to remember her scampering off into the woods after uh, Ranger running Bond, away.
2: I heard she went missing shortly after. No one knows what happened to Madison.
1: Uh, In that case, I take everything back. Uh, If we could just edit the podcast to cut out me blaming a teenage girl for the death of two bats who then shortly after went missing, that would be great for me.
2: And if you could just uh, edit the podcast to take out the fact that I told a 14-year-old girl about bat oral sex. Yeah.
0: And if we could also edit last week's podcast to take out the fact that I taught a 14-year-old girl about the the ass-to-ass scene in Requiem for a Dream, I think that would also be really good.
1: You know, if we could just stop doing this podcast (laughs) and um, take down every episode we've posted so far, I think it incriminates a lot of us in a lot of different crimes. Now that I'm thinking back on it, Chris has murdered multiple people, Yeah, a lot of women and children.
0: Yeah. We're, all three of us have been directly and indirectly responsible for multiple deaths, so I think we should probably just delete every podcast. But I'll put that on the to-do list for later because uh, we do have a guest coming up, so we don't, you know, we, we still have to record it. Um, we wouldn't want to be rude. Yeah, we wouldn't want to be rude. But yeah, so uh, Madison Flip did go missing, but right after she went missing, I did notice that a lot of animals around the parks seem to have been vampirized. Um, I don't know if that's a coincidence or if – her aspiring vampire status if she's kind of been upgraded to full vampire, but...
2: Uh, Ranger Alex, uh, just for our listeners and a little park fact, what are the top five giveaways that something has been vampirized?
1: Ooh, great question.
0: Well, I would say number three is that they're all wearing uh, big cloaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is probably that they're all sleeping in coffins. Uh, number four is that they got the sharp teeth. Uh, number two is that they go blah, blah. And of course, the number one sign that all the animals in the park seem to be vampirized is that they uh, dance a lot, but in sort of a creepy way. And so it's kind of cool and creepy the way that they're dancing now, as opposed to the normal way, which is kind of just like to mate and things like that. Um, They're they're doing a very thriller-esque dance throughout the park.
1: Just so I can visualize it a little bit better, when you say cool and creepy dancing, is it like the dance that Shia LaBeouf did with that little child? for that one uh, Siam music video where they're like in a birdcage. (laughs) Do you guys recall this? Does anyone?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah, yeah.
1: And they're like run, like fight dancing, but it's also like very fun, like dancing like that. I'd say
0: if I were to compare it to a music video, it would be either that or a thriller, which I already mentioned. So it would be one of those two music videos that their dancing is most like.
1: Let's go with the Shia LaBeouf one, though. Okay. We just like that one
0: okay, yeah. Right. We'll go with the C.S.I.A. S- S- Shia Shia LaBeouf uh, creepy dancing video. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they are wearing sort of, in that video, isn't he wearing kind of like a nude bodysuit? He... Yes, he is. Sort of a George Costanza esque. Remember that one episode when he's wearing the nude bodysuit and he does the streaking?
1: Oh, yeah, because he's trying to get fired from the New York Yankees. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so i guess the three cultural references i would make to compare the the dancing of these newly vampirized animals would be that sia video uh thriller video and that one episode of seinfeld where Costanza wears a nude body suit to try to get fired from the yankees those are the three things that it most resembles so yeah so anyway it's been a really rough week overall but i think uh i think we still believe we still believe in our abilities and our friendship and our teamwork And that all those things will eventually get us back into the park, uh, reinstated fully as park rangers, uh, and of course I will uh, win back the love of my son and uh, lure Brian Urlacher here to defeat him in a a physical combat. I can't wait for that day. (laughs) Uh, I can't either. I think I'm really going to beat the shit out of Brian Urlacher. Um, but anyway, we, we have a great guest coming up so I think uh, we're all gonna take a quick break. Um, we, we're gonna need to find a new place to uh, do our our duty to relieve ourselves. Um, so I think we're gonna do that. Uh, maybe maybe the ravine that the bats died in, although it has been consecrated as a holy site by the bats who run the park so we might get in a little bit of trouble for that but it is a perfect uh, you know perfect little crevasse for us to to uh, piss and shit into but we'll, we'll see.
1: I'm gonna hollow out a tree stump.
0: Oh, that's a good idea, uh-huh. Chris, Chris. Chris, what do you think you're gonna do for pissing and shitting uh, during the break? I, I'm, I like the, you know, um, shitting on a dead. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so we'll I both
1: like to shit on the dead, <laughs> Chris. 2020.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Ranger Chris's uh, campaign slogan. Uh, so we'll be right back after the break uh, with more Gun Cold State Park podcast. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Gun State Park Podcast. Uh, We each found a hole and a crevice uh, to do our duty in, and now we are all cleaned out and ready to go. So uh, how do you guys feel? Fresh. Mm -hmm. Now that tree stump that you hollowed out, um, Bonnie, it seemed like there was maybe a a small family of animals uh, living in there.
1: Well, the first one I hollowed out was full of prohibition booze that someone forgot about.
0: Mm, wow! Uh, cool. So
1: I left that uh, to respect. Out of respect, I left that there mm. untouched. And then the second one, yes, it did have some uh, some marmots in it, and mm. those I just peed directly on top of.
2: So. Oh, okay. Well, at Which, least worked yeah. out for me because I uh, saw the prohibition booze, and I boofed it. And then oh. I oh, okay. saw the family of marmots that Bonnie actually drowned with her urine which then met my qualification of finding something dead to do mm-hmm. my duty on. <gasps>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Wow, perfect. Thank
2: you, Ranger Bonnie.
0: And I, of course, did it on the holy site where those bats died, and so they are already, I can kind of hear them chanting uh, in the park, kind of putting on a protest. Uh, and so, you know, I, I don't think that'll come back to, to haunt us in any way, but we'll we'll, we'll have to find out later it for sure will okay well we have a great guest a really exciting guest uh interesting kind of line of work uh and so we're gonna we're gonna welcome him now he's an extreme rock climber uh please welcome liam jordash
3: what's up dudes how's it going thank howdy, you for, thank you for uh for hosting me here uh sorry to hear about the the fire incident but uh that's all right. It means you're doing something right as someone's trying to burn you down. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any experience uh, with, uh, with somebody trying to burn down a building that you're inside?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had a lot of intentional acts of arson directed at me uh, mm-hmm. a few times at the X Games, the ESPN X Games, uh, once at the Mountain Dew Downhill Classic, uh, <laughs> a few times at the, the Red Bull uh, Extreme Rodeo. But, you know you know what happens you know when uh, when light tries to light you on fire you have a little burnt lemonade you know that's wow. something i believe
0: that's yeah. that's a really cool life philosophy
3: yeah well you gotta you know that's me i'm just a positive you know uh if you're not living on the edge yeah uh, then you're not living you know
0: yeah you seem like such a positive nice cool guy it's amazing that yeah. so many people have tried to kill you with fire
3: Well, it's jealousy, you Mm, know. I mean, I don't want to compare myself to the Christ figure, but you know, he was a pretty cool guy, and he certainly had some people coming after him. So Yeah. In my
2: Christ figure in your world that is Dax Shepard, correct?
3: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Saint Dax, as we call him. He is the shepherd. He's the good shepherd. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Saint Saint Dax of the uh,
0: of Of the armchair
3: miracle of the armchair. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. I actually. I'll roll my sleeve here. You see, I got what I call the Holy Trinity. All right, we got <laughs> that's Dax Shepard. Mm-hmm. All right, who's that in the middle there? Oh, uh,
0: Sean White.
3: Sean White. Oh. Down there, Chris Pontius from Jackass, all right? <laughs> the Father, the Son, and the Holy Jackass. Wow. So anyway, those, are, those are kind of my guys. Those are kind of my, wow. my, my, my heroes, wow. as it were. But,
0: yeah. So I don't you know if this is – go ahead. As
1: a rock climber, not one of your heroes is – Alex Honnold or, or Tommy Caldwell. You yeah, know? you
3: know I, I I know I know Alex I know I know Tom Tom. You know they're good guys, but you know they're 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 peers. You know they're mm-hmm. peers, not yeah. heroes. There's heroes and pyros. and um, the guys on my biceps are heroes. The guys you mentioned who who you know obviously are well-known <laughs> rock climbers are piers, and then there's zeros and those are the uh, the spazwads who tried to. <laughs> Burned me to a crisp, you know, but hey, yeah. roll with it. Have you done some some? Uh, some You done some, uh, stone sh- shredding there, Bonnie?
1: Well, uh, I've done a bit. I can't say that I'm that good at it. I'm certainly not going to canopy a V10 anytime soon, i tell you that. <laughs>
3: okay, <laughs> talking a little lingo, talking oh, a little lingo.
1: Genuinely, after having this conversation with you, I also want to set you on fire a little bit. I'm wow, so sorry. that's
3: <laughs> that's okay, and that's the effect I have. What you're feeling is the excitement yeah. that's manifesting itself as a homicidal tendency. That's okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. okay. Well, what about you, boys? I mean, come on, you're park rangers. You probably you probably love to go uh, pebble polling. You know.
2: Uh, well, I have had a lot of experience with various rocks. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like drugs.
2: <laughs>
1: what does that mean, Chris? Yeah. What does that mean? Probably enjoyed acid on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get you a little
2: crack, a little yeah. I've know. done a little V ten in my
0: yeah, and so that is a V eight uh, drink, but with two added ingredients, which is meth and crack. <laughs> yes. so yeah. So yeah, you call V10. it a V ten, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, we used to call that the the, the Tony Hawk mimosa. <laughs> no, that's a little fun. No, I, I'm not. I'm not telling any tales out of school here. No, no, we we all live yeah. clean and uh, yeah. You have a good time. What about you, Ranger Alex? You ever, uh, you ever, uh, uh, you ever clutch uh, sandstone, my man?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I've 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 clutched a little sandstone in my time. Okay. I've been, yeah. I've lifted a little limestone. Uh, oh, okay, my man. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a there's a sporting goods store called Galleons, and they had a rock climbing wall at the the Galleons where I grew up. So Just I did indoor? indoor 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 rock wall. Yeah,
3: wasn't sure if it was like a, a store built around a mountain, but you're saying it was a rock climbing wall inside a store.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every part yeah. of it was man made Yeah, got uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think there was at least one birthday party that I went to uh, where part of the, the party was um, climbing climbing that rock wall. Um, and so then I went twenty sixth, twenty seventh, How old were you? I was about 12. Oh, okay, kid. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Kid party, yeah. It was yeah. a kid party, and then I think okay. we went to, <laughs> I think we went to like uh, Applebee's after that. Um, nice, yeah. Even good in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. You like uh, you got? I see you had a Applebee's tattoo also.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're my they're my sponsors. They're okay, my sponsors. yeah. They've sponsored some of my uh, my my big things, uh, recent things. They paid for the ropes and the carabiners, and at the top, uh, all I had to do is at the top just say god i could go for uh, a big brutus beer right now at Mm -hmm. applebee's and you know they paid me (laughs) 250 g's to uh to look the other way wow i love applebee's yeah yeah
0: yeah that's awesome like i think most extreme sports Mm -hmm. guys have sponsorships from like mountain dew uh red bull kind of brands that are associated with with that sort of but you're you're very you know more accessible you got applebee's uh I see you also have a, a, a tattoo there uh, for the band Imagine Dragons. Are they a sponsor? Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. They reached out to me and they said, look, uh, you know, uh, do you mind if we tattoo our logo and a QR code on you mm-hmm. so people can take a picture of the QR code and download our newest single, Thunder in the Lightning in the Thunder? That's their newest boom. single? That's, at the time, it was <laughs> at their the newest time, one. Yeah. yeah. They've moved on to uh, Lightning is their new single. I, my understanding is that they're doing a whole series of songs about uh, you know weather occurrences. Yeah, so, they're very know. good. They're, they're doing good um, light
2: mist is a is a real banger. So
3: yeah, it's real good. It's nice when they kind of strip back and do solo stuff, and uh, <laughs> you're definitely gonna like uh, uh, sun shower coming up soon. You know <laughs> that's a fun one. But yeah, but I get you know so Applebee's, Imagine Dragons, um, uh, Scholastic, the the textbook. Oh yeah. You know kids company uh
0: is that vr code for scholastic to find the nearest book fair
3: that's right yeah find the nearest book fair matter of fact if you scan it uh at the time if you scanned it and you went in uh and to the book fair with that qr code you could get uh 15 off the most recent caldecott medal winning Picture book.
0: Wow! I don't
3: remember what it was at the time. I think it was something like the cheese that didn't move, or I don't know something like. Yeah, that. But, yeah. Um,
0: sort of the answer to the adult book: Who moved my cheese?
3: I think that's probably what they were trying to do. They were saying, you know, when you're an adult, you're going to be asking yourself, "Who moved my cheese?" But when you're a kid, hey, that cheese don't move. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I a lot of chromo stuff. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, some I you can see here this is a uh, Kucinich, two thousand eight. This was a brief. Wow. Uh, promo for Dennis Kucinich exploring another White House bid. I'm pretty yeah, open Mr. to George anything. Asks,
2: I can't help but notice that there looks to be this lower back tattoo that you seem to have laser
3: removed. was that a barcode up?
0: Yeah, you're sitting in the... front of a, a mirror so we can see the... Yeah. Uh...
3: yeah, 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 yeah. I like this back here. It's good. Yeah, uh, ironically that, that was a QR code for a laser... a tattoo laser removal company. Mm. So... So I, I scanned the, I got the tattoo, they paid me money, I used that to climb El Capitan. Uh, <laughs> then I scanned the code myself, went into the place and said, all right, physician heal thyself. And they uh, took it off of me. So that was kind of a nice thing here. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, you guys are kind of, I noticed, you know, be, just, you know, you got your shirt open there, Chris. I know you, you got a couple nice tats there. Yeah. What's, it's, it's, Chris, it's,
1: do you want to run down your top five tattoos
0: really fast? Uh sure. Yes. You uh, kind you know, of have them conveniently tattooed in sort of list form, so I think yeah, that should but be yeah, it's kind of sure fun. To... It's like a little totem pole
3: of uh, tattoos there. I, I can see at the top there. It's uh, I'm guessing that's your favorite cartoon character.
2: Um. Yep. It's the character that Bruce Willis voiced. Uh, probably uh, something. Oh <laughs> gosh,
3: the <name laughs> It's was, your favorite cartoon character. The kid howie mandel no bruno the kid yeah yeah. No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or are you talking about bobby's world there's a great line of adults really a great <laughs> legacy of adults voicing children in 90s cartoons So are you talking bruno the kid you talking bobby's world i mean which
2: bruno the kid is bruce willis bobby's world is howie mandel correct that's
0: right mm-hmm. that's right bruce, never bruno the twain the shall meet yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah never because yeah. because you got bobby's world right sort of right above where i imagine uh, your penises. Bruno the
2: kid is actually urinating on uh, Bobby's oh, so, world.
0: Wow! Nice. So Bruno the kid is doing a Calvin style uh peeing onto and the piss stream is going all the way down, sort of the side of your body and landing on Bobby's world as he's riding his tricycle. Yep, that's really and then, cool. Uh,
2: right below that is uh, my favorite Howie Mandel character, uh, Deal or No Deal. <laughs> so it's just a love wow. you or no
3: it deal. Is-
1: character yeah. that he plays on that show yeah
3: welcome yeah. to dealer no deal i'm dear or no deal <laughs> am i gonna or not let's find out i love it i love the Yeah, though. i actually saw him once recently in a hotel that's a true story wow oh, yeah did he... i don't want to brag I, i'd let <laughs> him have the space he let me have mine but what's that
2: no he's a hero of mine i want to hear yeah. any interaction you had with him
3: I just, you know we just kind of locked eyes and mm-hmm. you know a wink here and i just looked at him and i said Deal, and he went all right. And we did a little fist bump and went about our business. Wow! But anyway, so what are is the I other know two know tattoos?
2: Uh, my fourth tattoo my touch, is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what is that movie where <laughs> Howie Mandel plays? Chris, I just want—I don't want to. <laughs> is that an actual question? That's my tattoo. Is yep. what is the movie? <laughs> Howie Mandel plays that kid's imaginary friend. And, that kid might be Haley joe Osment.
3: No, no, Fred Savage. Fred Savage.
2: Oh, what's the yeah. Haley J. Osment kid where he has an imaginary friend? That's Sixth Sense. sense.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: This is getting it's so tangled. Interesting.
3: I, You know, it's funny. I always thought in Sixth Sense that it was a ghost, but maybe it was an imaginary – it's it's a different movie when I view it as an imaginary friend as opposed to yeah. just a ghost that he can see. But, yeah, yeah. and it brings us full circle.
0: It is know? possible that kind of the point of the movie is that all invisible friends are, are people who have been shot by a Wahlberg brother.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, in that case, uh, I'm going to be an invisible friend one day.
0: Yeah. Oh, are you have you been pissing off some Wahlbergs? I've been shot by a Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: Which one? Marvin. Marvin <laughs> Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The ugliest
1: that. Wahlberg, brother?
3: Yeah, but let me tell you, as we say, the ugliest Wahlberg is better looking than the finest Jordash.
1: Now, <laughs> that's what you say.
3: That's what our family says. That's one of our family mottos. You know, uh Mr. Jordan,
2: you put off this very confident uh <laughs> uh you know vibe, but you you seem to maybe have some deep-rooted insecurities.
3: Well, you know, I mean uh look, uh, okay, whoa, well, all
0: right. Uh, oh,
3: <laughs> we, get we get a here little real.
0: We get a little weird. Yeah, rear. yeah. Are we are. We have been right, called we have been called the the WTF of uh state park a theme podcast, so
3: Nice. I love WTF. Wow, <laughs> the feeling. Mm-hmm. That's the WTF I know actually yeah. every time I'm climbing a summit. Now, look, when I when I was a kid, um Okay,
0: uh wow, oh, here we geez. go. Um, right climb. at the surface, it seems back. like. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, uh I
3: I was told by Papa Jordash. Uh, who was a guy in my life. I don't think he was married to my mother. Anyway, he said to me, uh, you're never going to be anything. Look at you. Look at you. Look how tiny you are. I was a tiny kid. You Mm -hmm. know, I was a tiny When I was a baby, I was less than 10 pounds. Can you believe that? As a new, as an infant, I was less than 10 pounds. It's crazy to think that now. And he said, you're not going to be anything. And I said, I'm going to show you. Mm. And, you know, In life, you can either go horizontal or you can go vertical. And Mm -hmm. from that day on, I went vertical. And I just started climbing and scampering up anything I could. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I mean, am I climbing rocks or am I climbing my father? You know? You know? (laughs) Something I think about when I'm up there gripping granite. That's
2: the title of your book that you uh, say you're writing, correct? Yeah,
3: thank yeah, thank you for plugging it. It's Gripping Granite. It's coming out on Simon & Schuster uh, next year. <laughs> wow, and that's they, a big publisher. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they reached out to me. They reached out to me, you know, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, we love what you're doing. Uh, we love the work you've done with the Scholastic Book Fair. And, you know, how would you like to uh, write a book? And I said, y- you know, I'll I-, I will write the book, but I'll do it on one condition you pay me a lot of money and mm-hmm. they said, wow. And I think they were kind of struck by that. And yeah, so it's 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 half autobiography, half tutorial. Well, 30% autobiography, 30% tutorial, uh, 30% graphic novel, mm. 10% some humorous essays that I've written, some kind of oh. New Yorker-esque pieces yeah. about uh, the, the ins and outs of rock climbing.
0: Yeah, I saw that uh, blurb uh that dave barry gave to your book <laughs> that said if this guy's if i'm as good at rock climbing as this guy is at humorous is i must be a, a big time rock climber he's kind of shopping it is what i heard but no
3: and, and yeah and i'll tell you scary barry's a good guy and anytime <laughs> i'm down in miami we we go out and we climb some of the uh the well not really mountains in florida there aren't any but we we climb some of the you know the slightly larger mm. front lawns um, yeah. and uh, he, he's a good guy he, he's a good guy and you know I've got a lot of good feedback on this I mean Tommy Lasorda Caldwell I was just uh, testing you yeah <laughs> Tommy Tommy Caldwell uh, you know he had some nice things to say he put a couple blurbs in there but I've also heard from some some surprising people Henry Kissinger uh, oh. had some nice things to say about it uh, Ishtag Perlman, the, the the virtuoso violinist, really enjoyed it. And so I'm finding yeah. it's touching people outside the world of rock climbing.
0: Yeah, I heard Kissinger said that your book is the My Lai Massacre of climbing books, and I mean that yeah. in a good way.
3: Right, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not a history buff, so I'm not quite sure what he's referring to, <laughs> but if American troops did it, I'm sure it was an okay thing. Yeah, and, I think you're right. Uh, all I know about Kissinger oh, is, is. He, won, he won a Nobel Peace Prize, you know i'm sure he won it for for a very good reason i'm not going to get into i'm not going to look it up i'm just going to trust him because that's part of rock climbing you don't look behind as soon as Mm. you look behind yeah if you're rock climbing you look behind you what do you see
0: you you see the ground
3: the ground and air and air
0: is between yeah yeah that's right yeah i'm looking
3: up i'm Mm. looking at what i call the sky ground which is the top of Mm whatever i'm climbing so anyway but yeah the book's coming out i'm 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 super pumped i'm super pumped. but anyway it's kind of a a a promo thing for it i'm I'm traveling around to uh the different you know national parks state parks just you know kind of places like that doing kind of a fun uh book tour Mm -hmm. where i uh climb and as i climb uh someone on the ground reads an excerpt from the book to the crowd that is Formed and then mm. uh, you know, that's it. So anyway, so thank you so much for letting me come to your park to do this Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, of course super excited. Yeah, most of most of our rocks are pretty slippery um, At all times just there's kind of sweaty rocks. We have some of the sweatiest yeah. rocks in in they're oily. Yeah. Yeah um, But uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I imagine that presents a, a unique challenge um, I don't want to Now, I don't want to compare you to one of your peers, uh, Alex Honnold um but uh, he of course uh, as people know from the documentary he's a really meticulous planner he kind of you know writes down like he kind of memorizes every sort of step and grab that he does and you're called more of like the you're like the the jazz man of of rock climbing is that right yeah, yeah, I think that's
3: fair. Uh, you know, me and uh, Alex were talking about it recently, and, and he said, you know, you've got to, you know, climbing is a symphony and you must know the notes mm. and this and that. And I said, you know, roll over, Mozart, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I'm more of a jazz. When I get up there, I'm thinking, you know, climbing, putting my finger there, my finger there, my hand there, my hand there. Putting the hand up, getting the foot down on the thing. Get the foot down on the thing. Put your toe in there. Put your toe in there. Loosening the line. Carabiner, carabiner. Take a little break. Is that an eagle? An eagle landing near me. An eagle landing near me. The eagle's on my shoulder. The eagle gave me kiss. Climbing, climbing, climbing. Take, oh, a, breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Wow. Ooh, I slipped, I fell, I slipped, I fell, I slipped, I fell. But I caught a little spot on the ridge. I put my finger here and my thumb there, and I'm climbing, 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 climbing up to the top.
0: You know, very wow. much wow like that, Wow! You know? mm-hmm. that yeah, was amazing you
3: snap you know it's i i call it um fabulous i call it vertical bebop is, yeah
0: is kind of my style of rock climbing yeah bonnie was really being taken away by the rhythm there my was...
1: god and when the eagle came in i love stories <laughs> that involve eagles yeah,
0: Wow! yeah
3: you know it's it was uh but anyway yeah but that's kind of my approach as opposed to to alex you know mm-hmm. he he's free solo i'm free jazz you mm-hmm. know we just mm-hmm. kind of you know and there's not yeah. a right way or a wrong well there's a wrong way to climb and that's if you fall and die yeah yeah, but, yeah. you know mm-hmm. but aside from that there's really no wrong way to um you know what i call uh you know uh, going up the y-axis <laughs> with your fingers
0: yeah yeah you have that tattoo of a kind of a graph with an x-axis and a y-axis and you climbing up it and i think that's, that's really right, cool that's right yeah, yeah, and know. that one's sponsored yeah. by Texas Instruments.
3: That's right. Yeah, yeah. They uh, Texas. Uh, you might have to put in a quick plug for them oh, since uh, I'm on your phone. sure, yeah. totally. Texas Instruments. We know. Uh, we know that you have phones and the internet, but don't forget about calculators. That's why Texas Instruments is proud to present its new TI-94. That's right, uh, the TI-94, capable of doing uh, basic quadratic formulas uh, and also uh taking photos that's right oh wow the new ti-94 it's the calculator that takes photos that's Visit so cool ti not the rapper.com
0: <laughs> now uh and thank you for letting me put that in oh is. of Sorry. course that's, i i mean i'm gonna
3: cover another climb
0: i've been looking forward to the ti-94 come out for a long time you know i watched yeah. the live stream of uh ti e4 uh yes. when they kind of preview their new calculators and uh, it, the 94, that's going to come with Drug Wars preloaded on it, right? So you that's, don't have that's to— That's my understanding. Yeah. That's my
3: understanding, yeah. Yeah, it comes—it's like uh, when, uh, you know, the, the phone came with the U2 album. Mm, this, yeah. This comes with Drug Wars. But this is going to uh,
0: be even better than that.
3: Yeah, which, hard to beat because Songs of Innocence, to me, is one of my ten favorite U2 albums. So, yeah,
0: uh, wow, top ten. You
3: know, yeah, they're, they're who I... While I'm jazzing, mm. I'm not actually jazzing. I'm listening. I put generally put in some music, and uh, U2 is, yeah. um, you know... And for a rock climber like me, you know who my favorite member of U2
0: is? The jazz man, The Edge, right?
3: Uh, no, Larry, Larry oh. Mullen oh, okay. Jr. Uh, I, but The Edge is good, too.
0: <laughs> I forget. Wait, is Larry Mullen the one that Bono calls the jazz man? I actually can't remember now.
3: I don't think so. I think maybe you're thinking of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of Miles I'm, Davis. Oh uh, yeah,
0: I might be thinking yeah, of Miles yeah. Davis. No, Why yeah, I think connects those two up, Alex.
3: Yeah, I, you know, no, no, you two is Paul Houston, uh, yeah, yeah. better known as Bono. Yeah. The Edge, who I, I don't even know his real name. I think he was born. No, it's David something. And you got <laughs> uh, Adam Clayton on drums. Yeah. And then on the bass. Is uh, the other guy I said, Larry Mullen <laughs> yeah. Jr. My favorite. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> anyway. but, yeah. yeah. So I'm super pumped for Ti94, and mm. uh, you know, and uh, and you all should be too.
0: Now I, I'm going to go back to something you said earlier because I can't uh, get this uh, out of my head. But you said that you were shot by Marvin Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, now is it true that Marvin Wahlberg was at a high school dance? and <laughs> saw somebody uh do some very white boy rap yeah. and, and then also kind of squint and act tough and then he called his cousin uh, my, my mark
3: inters- yeah my understanding is this guy was up there doing you know some uh thing and uh, some rap thing and he calls up and he goes you know mark mark it's your cousin Marvin, Marvin mm-hmm. Wahlberg.
0: Yeah, you know that
3: new sound you and the Funky Bunch are looking for. <laughs> Listen to this. That's my understanding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's one of that's the. So and I, and Yeah. I, well, I think the Back to the Future ripped it off. My understanding. Oh wow. They oh, stole God. that oh. idea. Yeah. And there was a lawsuit. Whatever the case is, but uh, Marvin did shoot me. But to be fair. This was during my extreme days, and I asked Marvin to... I was doing a skateboard trick
0: mm-hmm.
3: called the uh, the 360 getting shot, and the, <laughs> the premise of it is I'd go down the half pipe, come up, do a 360 in the air, and then someone would shoot me, and I would try to stick the landing. And it was that's a consensual shooting It was a consensual, both parties agreed to it mm-hmm. that's And like gotcha. Uh, gotcha. so, you know, I got nothing against Marvin or Ernie mm-hmm. the Walbirds uh, Good good guys, good restaurateurs And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah So anyway, but yeah
0: Yeah, and, and just, I don't want to harp on this But at that high school dance Is it true that this kid was also uh, executive producing a show loosely based on his own life?
3: yeah 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 the you know yeah uh, this kid was you know up there like hey what if uh you know me and my buddy tortoise and all this stuff and uh you know and so marvin you know Mar, uh, hey mark mark yeah it's me again your cousin marvin marvin Wahlberg. you know that new autobiographical hbo show you've been looking for Well, listen to this. That's my understanding on that, and I think there were some lawsuits later. But yeah, that's my understanding on
0: that. Yeah, and then then also the kid kind of fought with a car that turned into a robot. Is that true?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My understanding is uh, at this high school dance, uh, Marvin got on the phone and said, "Marvin, hey, Mark. Yeah, I know it's me again. Look, I'm sorry. I know I keep calling. I know, I know. I should have just combined these into one phone call. Hey, it's your cousin, Marvin." Marvin Wahlberg. Hey, you know that new f- fourth entry in a Michael Bay franchise <laughs> you're looking at star in? Well, listen
0: to this. Wow.
3: <laughs> there were some lawsuits, so that's my understanding. <laughs> wow. That's my understanding on that. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, let, me be a, let me take a sip here. Yeah,
0: wow. you may need a sip there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, Folgers I've just... coffee,
3: nothing more extreme when you get up than... Folgers oh, man. Yeah, go. I... I, that,
0: I you, you have a tattoo of every frame of that Folgers commercial where it seems like the brother and sister are kind of into each other?
3: Yeah, yeah, the incest one, yeah. yeah. I'll be honest, I would not have gotten that tattoo had I known that was the internet response to it. I just thought it was a charming, you know, oh, the brother comes home from, mm-hmm. you know, college or whatever and surprises the family. I, I got it and apparently... Yeah. Uh, the internet sees it a little differently. So yeah, this is one I might, you know, uh, doodle over at some point, you know, you can get tattoos kind of redone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah
3: I think I'm going to get this one redone with, uh, it make the guy look like Dax Shepard and the mm-hmm. woman look like Kristen Bell. That's probably more. Oh, one. that's That'd cool. Be nice. That'd be really yeah. neat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because then it would make sense that they're kind of making eyes at each other. Yeah, exactly. Just... Be best I could get behind. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. I, I want to be clear. Liam Jordash. There are a lot of extreme things Liam Jordash loves. One extreme thing he'll never condone incest. I want to be <laughs> that was actually a
2: that. commercial you shot. That was a <laughs> PSA I shot a couple uh, years ago.
3: I said, hey, I know incest is the big thing, but take it from me extreme mountain climber and former X Games athlete, Liam Jordash. <laughs> there's one thing, and uh, you know, actually, I sold that for my cousin. My cousin, cousin Martin Jordash, called me once and said, Liam, Liam Hey, you know that anti-incest <laughs> PSA Or Hey, it's your cousin Marvin Jordash. You know that anti-incest PSA you're looking for? Well, listen to this And he played I went, oh, that's not bad And so I, I went ahead and stole it
0: Yeah, oh, yeah I mean, I think uh, I'm pretty sure that you know copyright law states that if your cousin named marvin calls you with an idea that he's getting from someone else it's free you you have free reign, free reign right it's yeah. it's public yeah.
3: domain it's public yeah. domain that's absolutely right yeah. yeah yeah that's uh that was handled in the supreme court case <laughs> <laughs> marvin versus people's cousins
0: <laughs> yeah First we all remember and that was actually that was actually Wait, the more. When when the when the Wahlbergs got sued, or when they sued, uh, Back to the Future, that was actually the argument that uh, Robert Zemeckis said that he got the idea from his coven Marvin Zemeckis. Zemeckis yeah.
3: <laughs> well, and you'll remember the, I think probably you know the majority opinion, of course, was written by Marvin Bader Ginsburg. You know, you know, hey Ruth, Ruth, <laughs> your cousin Marvin, Marvin Gator Binsburg. You know that majority Supreme Court opinion
0: you've been looking for well listen to this
3: that's my understanding how it went and there yeah. were some lawsuits but yeah yeah. But, yeah wow
0: man we've we've really learned a lot about kind of the history of not just pop culture but lawsuits. the law yeah yeah
3: well you know when you're when you're when you're climbing when you're getting uh when you're getting stoned <laughs> as i like to say <laughs> yeah uh you know your mind has time to kind of wander and think about these things so i actually i took the bar exam while i was Mountain climbing wow. uh, at the Shawndax in upstate New York. Um, so yeah, I mean I'm you know I'm I'm a, a jack of many trades, master of all of them.
0: Wow, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and I cannot yeah. again see how people do want to murder you. Uh, it's just Absolutely. like a thing where it's like I still do. Yeah, like I I do too. But he's also so cool. Like, I want to be like him. I want to murder him at the same time. You know, it's
3: exactly. It's it's a it's a real. Will they? Won't they? Thing <laughs> with me as far as being yeah. murdered.
0: Yeah, between yeah. you and every other person you encounter, it's sort of a else, Will they? Right, won't they? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we 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 want to let you get to climb in that that slippery, oily rock. But uh, real quick, you know, all, all of our guests lately, we've been kind of asking them to help us out. Uh, as you know, we got kicked out of the park by the bats. It also burned down yeah. our tent. Um, yeah. Bummer. We just want to, yeah. Wanna, yeah.
3: Go ahead yeah I was just expressing
0: sympathy anyway. yeah no I, I get sort of uh, <laughs> I get a little just bit take a minute you know I don't know how to handle sympathy or anyone like treating me well or, or even acting like they care about me so it, it's uh, it kind of throws well, me off
3: a little saying we have in the family about sympathy you can't spell the word sympathy without path mm. and simp mm-hmm. and why at the end so <laughs> yeah you know take the path why yeah. it's simple that's sympathy. <laughs> So
0: go ahead. Wow, that's beautiful. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so we're 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 just wondering maybe when you get to the top of that rock, which of course you will because you're you're one of the best out there. Um, Thank you. Even though it is very oily, and there are also some other like you know crazy uh, things that. You'll probably encounter that might make it difficult for you i can't really remember the specifics but it's a pretty tough climb but uh we're just hoping maybe when you get to the top of the rock you could just use that vantage point to look out see if there's any weaknesses in the bats kind of defenses uh anywhere that we could strike and just let us know uh because that 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 would really help us out getting back in the park without getting tommy gunned
3: yeah absolutely uh you know i'm a little afraid to go in there in the park right now with with the bat situation but Mm. I am some up there. I'm happy to run some recon for you guys. That'd be great. Uh, I'll, I'll shoot up a flare if it looks good. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and maybe afterwards we can all celebrate uh, with the meal at Applebee's. Applebee's. When you're looking to eat good in the neighborhood, stop on by Applebee's. Now, with their late night menu, get two for 20 of everything. <laughs> Sorry, I just think that in. That's part of the... No, no.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we... You know, we did agree before the podcast that you would have to get at least five to six plugs in. So uh yeah. totally totally okay. I think I got them.
3: Texas Instruments, uh Applebee's mm-hmm. uh my book on Simon and Schuster coming out.
0: Yeah. Folgers. Folgers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti yeah, incest. Yeah.
3: And oh god, that's the big one. And uh <laughs> and finally the American Bar Association. Um, uh, you know just generally are I think that counts our talk of uh, yeah. Supreme Court history copyright yeah, yeah.
0: law. Absolutely. Yeah. And since you are, you know, a lawyer, are you barred in uh Colorado? Or are you able to practice here?
3: Uh I'm barred from practice in Colorado in the sense that I'm not allowed to practice okay. law here. Okay. Uh so that's kind of a confusing thing. It you is know, a little confusing. Yeah. So I'm I'm barred from practicing, but I am barred to practice in uh, wow. Thirty-seven of the other states. Uh, oh, okay. Two okay. Territories. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Guam,
0: U.S. Virgin Islands. Which ones?
3: Uh, Guam and uh, American Samoa. Okay. Cool. Yeah, those are the two big ones. So yeah.
0: Great. Well, you know, we might also need to use your uh, legal expertise at some point. Maybe sue the bats out of the park. I don't know. But uh, you just seem like such a nice guy. And thank you for help us, helping us out. Thank you for coming on the show. And we'll be sure to drink vultures and not have sex with any of our relatives.
3: Oh. Wow. Well, hey.
0: Chris like, doesn't
1: really like folders.
3: Hey, well, you know, whatever floats your boat. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, love Gunkhole, and uh, you guys will get back soon, all right? I'm, <laughs> hey, you know what? I might be a rock climber, but you, you rock.
0: Wow. <laughs> I wanna murder this yeah, time. I wanna. I just want to slit his throat and watch him bleed <laughs> okay, out, but, go. but I love him. All right, thanks so much, Liam. Thank you. All right, so we're going to be back uh, with more Gunkhole State Park Podcast after this. welcome back to the gun Hole state park podcast uh liam jordash wow just a great guy great guest want to kill him with fire at yeah. some point but man
2: you know what i didn't want to say anything but he's probably gonna die trying to climb the rock you
0: know what i Very think yeah i had a real premonition because uh, as i said to him there are of course a lot of different obstacles and sort of things you wouldn't expect to see on a rock face or, or in a climbing situation i couldn't think of the specifics at the time of course he's gone now but now i really wish i could tell him that you know there's a there's a wolf that lives on one of the peaks mm-hmm. um that you have to climb past and it's a very hungry wolf he's starving up there there's you know he's stuck on this cliff um, Where does he his food? yeah there's uh there's of course the uh oven that somebody left on <laughs> Yeah, that it's always there yeah there's like a stove top that you you'll reach up and if you're like an improvisational climber like him and you haven't even looked at the rock face before climbing it you're going to reach up you're going to burn the heck out of your hand you might fall off at the there at the very are, least you'll have a severe burn
2: uh legos sprinkled on all mm. the edges yeah the edges.
0: yeah kevin mcallister uh <laughs> the character uh did come to to gunkle state park um about 20 years ago or maybe at this point closer to 30 and yeah really made a mess of a certain section of that of that rock and yeah there's the legos there's the hot iron like on a string or something that like there's a swinging paint can yeah there's a swinging paint can, yeah, there's, swinging that. Paint can. Uh, there's, there's that
1: tax attorney gary that lives up there that's always asking people if they've done their taxes trying to defraud them
0: yeah yeah he's a he's a yeah he's a fraudulent tax attorney he's kind of trying yeah, to to build tricky people. gary
1: you yeah. know he'll really throw you off balance
0: yeah. Yeah. There's just all sorts of things that I, I really wish I could have remembered them so I could warn, warn him, but it really seems like because of those things, he's, he's probably going to die. Probably not going to get to the top. Yeah. We're probably going to hear that at the beginning of the next episode that maybe he's but, dead, but. You know what?
2: I think uh, just from what I know of Liam Jordash, I think that's the way he wants to go out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He definitely seems like a kind of right. die doing what you love kind of guy. And if, if what you love also involves like burning your hand on an oven getting partially eaten by a wolf and then defrauded by a tax attorney i think then yeah he'll, he'll be going out on top um not quite on top not on top of the rock because uh, he won't make it that far but uh yeah i think he's uh he's probably doomed and i i feel bad but also at the same time good because i also kind of deeply at, in my core hated him. While I loved yeah. him, but also bad because I want to be the one to kill him, you know It's like I think everyone who meets him is like whoa, this guy's cool. I love him I want to kill him if anyone else kills him. I'll be jealous and probably want to kill whoever kills him
1: That's just the risk you got to take though, you know, like how What do you want to kill him more than you just want him dead in general because mm-hmm. personally I just want him dead in general yeah. So I think I'd be okay with someone else or something yeah. else killing. him. Yeah, I guess
0: know? so like I guess if he climbs if he's climbing up the rock and he climbs and accidentally gets his head through that noose that's kind of hanging off one of the cliffs uh, mm-hmm. and then kind of, you know, flails about and, and his, his neck breaks and, and he kind of slowly dies, I think, yeah, I'd probably feel okay about that. I'd feel better about it than if he survived. But then again, he needs to survive for us to get sort of that vantage point that he was going to give us and possibly the legal advice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of mixed feelings with that guy.
1: It's crazy time.
0: Yeah. He's an enigma.
1: It really is. How can someone be so chill and yet the worst person I've ever met in my life?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I weird. find the two go hand in hand a lot.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Because I'm pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you're also a pretty bad person. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And yet you just you don't quite have the same innate li- innate like ability that Liam had. People are pretty. People are pretty set on how they feel about you, within really? moments of meeting <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> They're not confused throughout. Me. Yeah,
0: there's no cognitive no. dissonance or like weird kind of like feeling that they have to decode. It's like, oh no, I hate this guy. Yeah, I think yeah. These
2: people uh, enjoy that more.
0: Yeah, it's you know that's why I think we are such good friends, the three of us, because you know we can handle just a standard like normal kind of vanilla hate. You know, like kind of a simmering yeah. hatred that that's easy to deal with but when you have someone like liam i think you just i can see why you know people trying to burn down the the buildings that he's in and you know honestly i know it was a consensual shooting with marvin wallenberg but i wouldn't be surprised if marvin was also like yeah i get to shoot this guy oh,
1: you know he was just jonesing to shoot him yeah it's probably the best day of his life
0: <laughs> it would be the best day of my life mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: And that is including the marriage to your wife, who has not been stolen by Brian Urlacher?
0: <laughs> well, that's been kind of uh, plummeting in the rankings with the, each passing day that uh, Brian Urlacher further entrenches himself in in my family and my marriage. Um, yeah, but anyway, so I think we, you know, assuming that this guy does die, Liam dies, uh, we'll, we'll be once again at square one with kind of figuring out a plan to get back in the park. The funeral, of course, uh, was ruined and then the bat that we talked about who was not as attractive as Kyle or his his Bedilf daddy uh, sort of the what was it the Luke Hemsworth? Which Hemsworth? Yeah, Luke Hemsworth. yeah. yeah like he's about four inches shorter than his brother uh, was a and bit puffy yeah but now he's sort of we were wondering about the line of succession last week turns out it's him and it's sort of like a Kim Jong Un situation where he's just you know we got this we chubby goofy him. guy And we don't, I mean, I guess we don't know if he's dead or not, but yeah, it's just the thing where it's like, you know, he might be desperate for validation because he's like not really gotten it, or he could be just even more ruthless because he sort of has a Napoleon complex, Um, you know, something like that. So, you know, who knows? Uh, I, I still think that we have a chance probably within the next two episodes of getting back into the park and uh you know hopefully-
2: <laughs> who knows you think a button's coming and then sometimes <laughs> it gets way crazier. yeah
0: because sometimes you you grab the button to try to push it and then it actually it turns out it's it's a pull and you pull out like a like one of those crazy mm-hmm. snakes that you know like a prank jar of peanut brittle uh is the first thing that came to mind um, well, it's like
1: the button that says stop but then once you push it the paint rubs off and it just says more 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 and you're like oh no i already pushed it
0: <laughs> and is that from a cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it is also I don't know which one it all it's, it's sort of like if you have a gun and you're like oh, i'm finally gonna shoot this guy that i hate and you pull the trigger and then a flag that says bang unfurls out of it it's a little oh. bit like that but then it keeps unfurling with like more details Dang. and like weird Weird twists and and turns. Yeah, and then you have to read the whole story, and the story takes you in a totally different direction. So.
1: Just we're having a moment of silence, thinking (laughs) about our favorite stories.
0: Yeah. You know, if. if this podcast is about anything it's about storytelling and i think we're we're all storytellers uh, all of us in the world uh, in a certain way we'll tell our own stories and that's kind of what we're trying to do with this podcast uh so what's the what's the next chapter in you guys' story like over the next week well, what are you guys hoping to do as we're trying to find our way back in the park
1: well i um uh have started a knitting club with a couple of porcupines that i met oh uh yeah it's been very nice so probably just gonna keep working on our blankets and um yeah talking
0: through some of our rage and are you gonna be checking in with your adopted flamingo children that we didn't mention a single time last week you know what no <laughs> okay yeah still sticking with your philosophy of parenting at an extreme distance such an extreme <laughs> distance yeah. that you kind of forget that they exist and what were their names again
1: their names well uh, <laughs> let me think I can't remember <laughs> but you know what birds hate a helicopter and I'm not gonna be a helicopter mm, mom yeah okay yeah they don't like that they don't like things flying through the air at them because again they're birds yeah that's so, such a modern yeah.
0: phenomenon of parents like hovering over their kids knowing their names remembering their names knowing where no, they okay. are at any given time. parenting
2: yeah. of any kind yeah
1: I want my kids to grow up happy and healthy, which yeah. is why I have forgotten their names and have not seen them in months.
0: If you if you wanted to take a crack at their names, what would you, what would you guess?
1: I'm pretty sure one of them was like Ramden, or uh, probably <laughs> Spiffer.
0: Spiffer, yeah. I don't think that's Jeff. right, but Jeff. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job uh, with your particular you. approach to parenting. And I hope the Porcupine Knitting Club goes well too. That sounds adorable.
1: so much, it's very cute.
0: Yeah, what do you, what do you, are you gonna knit anything special?
1: Well, uh, we're knitting blankets with our favorite slogans in them, like across the blanket, so mm-hmm. that you can toss onto a couch and your slogan will be displayed.
0: What's your slogan?
1: Mine is, don't remember your kids' names.
0: Yeah, Very accurate and that's with a period, not with like a question mark where it's like it's asking you don't remember your kids' names. It's like definitive. No,
1: it's like no, a, it's just –
0: It's a it's command. Just don't
1: period. Remember period <laughs>
0: your kids' names. Yeah, period. really emphasizing it, every word, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, And uh, Chris, uh, what are you going to be doing? What, what are you getting up to? Of course, all your books were burned in the fire.
2: Yeah, it's been rough. Uh, So I think the first thing I need to do is – Find a friend that will validate me, uh, mm. and I, uh, you know,
0: because I was kind of in an abusive friendship. Mm, with that yeah. Bear. And, uh, and the therapy and, session didn't didn't take. It didn't go well. No, it is.
2: Uh, I think I think this that chapter is done. Mm. Um. So I've moved on. Uh. But uh, I am hopeful. Uh, I have a new friend. Uh. There is a catankerous moose <laughs> that I've been kind <laughs> oh. with. Uh, and he's come up with a fun idea That might even work for the park uh, You know, it's called uh, uh, Shorts on Hikes <laughs> just, uh, A bunch of kids just wear shorts uh, And flip-flops And uh, You know, uh, we, it's gonna be fun We're gonna just like Hike up the hills uh, Have that sign, like give legs some tan Put some like Jam sand. Uh, <laughs> You
1: know why would a moose benefit from children having exposed calves? I mi- I think I missed something. Um, is does the moose want to eat child legs, or is that just
2: nobody?
0: I don't know, I didn't really think through this bit, but I will know. Okay. It sounds like it might when you said cantankerous, did you mean carnivorous? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well so it's,
2: if I got word one wrong. word
0: wrong, I'm gonna get the other. Yeah. So you you're saying you got the other word wrong. So is the other word you got wrong moose, and did you mean to say bear? Is it a no, carnivorous I bear? Meant,
1: I think he meant carnivorous moose. At least that's what I hope he meant because I like that one more.
0: Yeah, I do like it more too because it's a little <laughs> less samey. <laughs> yeah, it's moose. Okay, good.
2: <laughs> well, we haven't explored so.
0: Yeah, but it sounds like the moose has some sort of plan to uh, stomp or mangle or batter, perhaps with his giant yeah. uh Are they called antlers with the moose? I should know this as a state park ranger, but.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. moose yeah. antlers. Like yeah. a giant rack.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, he has a nice rack. He does have a nice rack. He's old, he's big. Mm. Mm.
2: He has a temper, but, you know, I think we can work through it. He's honest about it, and that's what I like. So I'm just going to start this and assume that he has no ulterior motive, because that's the best way to do a friendship.
0: It really is. Yeah. I mean, I think from your very recent history, it's safe to assume that any animal who wants you to encourage children to wear particular garments of clothing, they usually have an ulterior motive that mostly involves them mangling and eating parts of those children's bodies. But maybe it's different. You know, a moose is different than a bear. You know, usually moose don't even eat meat. So, you know, it's probably fine.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to come up with a pun involving moose and therapy.
0: Ah, yeah.
1: Um, let's not push it right now, but yeah. later. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to hmm.
0: that one. Hmm. And now I can't There's help but anything.
1: try and Don't think of it now. I said not now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm t- I'm, I'm, I'm not going to
0: think of it, but I'm just trying it was like is there something with bullwinkles it, or you know something in
1: Anything it? top therapy? I don't know, but we'll find out. Yeah. Tune in next week.
0: Yeah um and i will be you know i'm still kind of reeling from the lawsuit i was served by namco uh for you know intellectual thought intellectual uh, property theft uh Mm -hmm. of of pac-man when i when i created the game pac-man big dickin um they kind of took me for for all i'm worth uh it was very fast trial immediately like it was basically in and out they're like oh yeah you have to pay namco the, the video game company like millions of dollars um
1: yeah they had good grounds
0: yeah yeah. so but i'm trying to see the the bright side see the silver lining and of course continue to try to win back the love of my son while simultaneously preparing for a physical battle with brian urlacher so i'm gonna i'm gonna explore this video game development kind of thing a little bit more um see if i can come up with an original idea uh to um to build around uh, for a video game, so uh, I have a few ideas. Maybe I want to bounce off of you guys to see which one I should kind of work on for the rest of the week, as far as coding and designing, programming, all that.
1: Okay, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, do
0: it. So the first one is Yoshi Giant Penis. Uh, it's it's a green dinosaur. Um, that eat loves to eat fruit and go, yippee and kind of uh, hover around. But uh, the 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 kind of cool thing is that uh, Yoshi, of course, has a giant green uh, dinosaur penis. Um, and he, uh, what
2: does he do with it in this game? What's the objective?
0: He uses he shoots out like watermelons and uh, <laughs> out of the penis. Out of the penis. And so eggshells? No, not eggshells. No. <laughs> well, then there's no copyright issue. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, know. copyright issue with what?
2: Yoshi' um, Yoshi's the penis. I think the 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 penis is probably oh, sure. oh. foreign industry might have a
0: Oh uh, did Ron uh, did Ron Jeremy do like a Hulk parody? Are we um, sure yeah.
1: it's not the extremely well known video game character Yoshi?
0: Oh, that too. Nice wow. uh, Nintendo,
1: no you really wanna mess with Nintendo? They're of-
2: all the way not in here.
0: So where's that? That's not a problem.
1: There's so many versions of Mario. They have so much money.
0: Actually, you know what maybe I could do to make it even more different? Because now I'm remembering, yes, there's a, di- a green dinosaur named Yoshi that eats fruit. Um, but maybe instead of shooting out, f- like, fruit and no- melons out of his penis, he could just have really bad um, kidney stones. And, like, he's just shooting those out at his uh, opponents. At like, the- I-, I came up with uh, sort of, like, these guys called um, guys who are shy, uh, who are kind of... Um, some of the opponents that, that you encounter in the levels. So maybe he could shoot out some gigantic kidney stones at these uh, guy, guys who are uh, can be described as shy.
1: What if you just changed his name slightly from Yoshi? Everything else is flawless and perfect and I think kids will love it because kids understand what kidney stones
0: are. Yeah, no, Yo- the name Yoshi is non-negotiable but it's not it's not the only idea. Um, okay, okay. Uh, oh, else I- well, I got uh, Spyro Mighty Schlong. Uh, it's a purple dragon and he goes around collecting jewels and shooting fire at, at, at like these, you know, things like you know, the, the little enemies. Um, but then the cool thing is that, uh, Spyro has a gigantic purple schlong, uh, that he uses to shoot fire out of as well.
1: Well, that one personally, I do not recall ever hearing about before, so I'm going to say it's good.
2: You think so? Uh, I I'm very familiar with what you're ripping off, but I don't oh. want to let you know you're ripping something off because then you will stop ripping it off.
0: Wait, so, there's something called Spyro. What is it like a kind of like a you know Spyro like? Yeah, Arts down
2: effect? to the the swinging dick. Yeah, it's oh. like wow,
1: out. exactly. That's rough. Okay, Tough blow. well,
0: it was a tale. okay, I have another one, real quick. Okay. Yep it's uh, John Madden meaty package NFL football it's like a football simulation game I came up with like an idea for like imagine if there was a league um, football league and it was national and then you had like I came up like what if there was a coach turned broadcaster who was named uh, John Madden and the, the funny, funny. The, the, the cool thing about it is that john madden uh also has a big meaty package and you can see it on the cover he's on the cover he has a big bulge in like his his khakis and uh and then he's calling all the you know he's doing the 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 color commentary when you're playing the football game and he's just like comparing everybody it was like uh brett Favre here he's got a small penis but i got a big one he's kind of saying stuff like that
2: ranger alex i hate to tell you but you can't do that one either Frank Caliendo has a character named John Madden. Oh, you yeah. You do not want
1: to cross Frank Caliendo. You really don't.
2: Because he can also do a good mafioso character. You mm-hmm. don't want really to mess with an impersonated mafioso.
1: No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you never know. I mean, these people in show business, they could all be connected to the, the Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, which of course seems to be pulling all the strings at least as far as uh, ruining my life and our lives and controlling yeah, these I've bare, given it a lot um... of attention as such yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so okay hmm well i might need i might need to keep brainstorming uh you know i i really like one particular aspect of these ideas um but i might just need to to find the right kind of you know setting for it and develop a an even more original character than the ones they just came up with because it, it sounds like there are some you know minor similarities to existing properties out there so yeah I'll, I'll keep working I'm not going to get discouraged by this uh, you know my son yeah, is too important to me you
1: can do it you can have an original thought I'm sure
0: yeah I mean I've been yes I've been sued by now Namco and McDonald's and Terrence Malick I of course uh made an ad for a Kirkland brand beef jerky that was considered a a, a shot-for-shot ripoff of Tree of Life. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and he showed up at the ad agency one day and slapped me in the face. Um, mm-hmm. Terrence Malick, very aggressive. You wouldn't think so, but he is. Um, but, yeah, and who knows? Maybe, hell, I don't know. What if that is what set this all in motion? Terrence Malick got pissed off that I ripped off his movie. He goes back to Country Bear Jamboree. He asked them to, to kind of take me out, and maybe that's now we're here. You know, who knows? It wow. seems like the more
2: like... convoluted it is, Alex, the less <laughs> it is your fault.
0: I think that is exactly. a good point. Yeah, yeah. There are so many levers of power that we're just not privy to <laughs> at all. That any of my personal decisions or choices, such as um, mo- immediately moving out to Colorado without telling my wife and son, and then asking her to come out with me, uh, you know, that's not my fault. I think this can all be attributed to some combination of. Uh, Country Bear Jamboree, Sarah Bareilles, Terence Malick, Brian Urlacher, and uh, oh, so
1: many powerful people are after you.
0: Yeah, the bats, <laughs> and and of course <laughs> the bats, the bats who that? who love Mumford and Sons and uh, various decades. Uh, Not just Mumford. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you you killed the Sons. The bear. The, you you and the bear ate the Sons. Aww, yeah. Ah, <laughs> the bear ate the Sons. <laughs> oh, the bear ate the Sons. <laughs> Very the bear ate the sons. Good. Well, anyway, uh, you know, I think that uh, things are still looking up for us. Uh, I think we have to have a, a bright outlook. And, uh, you know, even if we get pneumonia from sleeping out in the rain every night, I think that if if anyone's going to pull through, it's going to be the three of us. And I think definitely by the end of two episodes from now, we will have succeeded.
1: Absolutely. That seems like a very realistic and doable <laughs> timeline.
0: Yep. unless the tent. yeah yeah unless again unless some some cartoony uh twists and turns happen um
1: unless the entire forest catches on
0: yeah yeah you never know
1: officially have nowhere to go uh
0: sometimes it feels like this park is just kind of at the whims of uh people just agreeing that something exists uh (laughs) and then it does how
1: insane insane would that be that would be nuts
0: that would be nuts if all it took for something to exist would be another person agreeing that it does that would be a nightmare i don't want to live in that world yeah flat
2: earth society that's a good fucking script
0: though (laughs) oh shit (laughs) yeah that's a good idea okay we're gonna we're gonna end this episode we're immediately gonna get out a final draft i found a laptop in the woods i think one of the ones that rick plates used to uh taunt the bears with their own poetry um so we're gonna get out final draft uh and we're going to start sorry. writing this yeah you know what yeah i'm not gonna pay for the final draft we'll use we'll use a celtics or maybe a a joke that everyone gets <laughs> uh and yeah so we'll, we'll get to work on that script and uh and until next time i'm ranger alex
1: i'm ranger bonnie and i'm ranger
0: chris <laughs> <laughs> and uh we hope to see you in the hole again soon